Hello. Hey, Hello? Sam. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I like how the beginning of all calls now are like just two people saying hello as if they can't hear the other person. Hello? Hello? <laughs> how are you doing, mate? It's been so long. It has been a really long time. Shana Tava. Happy New Year. Thank you. Um, uh, also, Shana Perfect. Yep. Yeah, great. great. Nailed it. I ha- oh my god, I had no idea that you were fluent in Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit of a strange intonation, but <laughs> um can I oh, something just happened where I was in the kitchen, I was like, Oh, I haven't eaten anything, better eat something. Then I looked around, then I was like completely bereft. I was like, nothing in the kitchen is going to fulfill me. <laughs> <laughs> what I really need is solace. Then Lucas came into the kitchen. I was like so upset. I was like beside myself. I literally was like, but who will cure us of the aching fire? He made me some tuna on toast. I ate it. Now I feel fine. I thought I had like deep, poignant sadness about the pointlessness of existence, but I just needed some protein. <laughs> that happens to me kind of often yeah that doesn't never happens to me i never really get hungry oh yeah which is how i get oh. to like 12 o'clock and like beside myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah just not really that yeah. in touch with this meat sack i remember i was like 18 I think and I was having a fight with my boyfriend and he was like are you sure you're not just hungry and I was like how fucking dare you of course I'm not just hungry this is a really serious problem and then we ate some food and I was like actually I feel much better now yeah I once (laughs) broke up with my girlfriend and then I took my jumper off and I was like oops I made a terrible mistake (laughs) I'm not sad I was hot (laughs) Oh, we're so bad at yeah. understanding ourselves. Yeah, and also like just predicting what will make us happy. Yeah. We're just so bad at it. I'm getting better though. Ever since that fight with that guy when I was 18, I always think to myself, am I just hungry? You know, so I learned. Yeah. I mean, I knew I needed food, but I was also convinced that it wasn't going to like cure me <laughs> of the dull aching just like like quoting a really deep poetry do you think like um you know dante maybe just needed a snack Mm. (laughs) like Kierkegaard, maybe just like a bit of a nutritional deficiency it's definitely possible (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe nature just like wasn't getting enough (laughs) fiber (laughs) For sure. I think that's actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, something weird happened great. to me this morning. Yes. Uh, so I was in the kitchen with my housemates, everyone was doing breakfast things, and then all of a sudden we heard this kind of like bang on the front door and some lady call out. And so I walked oh. over to see what it was, and there was this tiny little woman who was like maybe four foot something with like dyed red hair but like grey roots showing and um, she's spoken like a thick Italian accent and she's told me that 
her grandson is in hospital with cancer and would I like to buy this homemade Italian vinegar to <laughs> help with some money problem that she, she was having as a result of this. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, she's like $8. I was like, yeah, no worries. So I went to my room, got a $10 note. I was all ready to be like, keep the change. Don't worry about it. And I get back to the front door and she's holding two bottles of vinegar. And she's like, do you want two, two bottles? It's <laughs> like, oh, God, I'm being scammed. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this play out. I'm just going to let myself be scammed by this, like, tiny woman with, like, huge game. Like, I was very impressed by how, like, everything was going down. Like, she's obviously done this a million times before. So, anyway, I went and got more money and, like, bought two bottles of, like, homemade um, Italian vinegar. It is insane to me that you have cash in your home. I don't normally, but like I, um, for some reason, I decided that I needed to have cash on me wow. like a few weeks ago, and that, that cash has just been sitting in my wallet ever since. Some Maybe people unprompted for this posted me cash because I like <laughs> refused to let them pay for their masks. Yeah. Um, and so that the only way they could get, they were like, just give me a bank account, stop being a jerk. I was like, no way. And so they got in touch with my mother to get my <laughs> postal address fine whatever um anyway posted me some cash and lucas and i have just been paying each other for like small tasks like backwards <laughs> and forwards <laughs> with this money because it has no use for us i'll be like i brought the thanks for bringing the watching in here's that twenty dollars <laughs> thanks a lot then, like, I'll go to leave the room. Lucas will be like, oh, don't forget. Here's some money. Take this $20 with you. You might need it on your way to the laundry. Anyway, I want to know everything about this woman and, like, what her life is about because I'm almost certain that there is no grandson in oh, hospital. Oh, really? I was just about to ask yeah. if you think the grandson is real. I don't think the grandson is real, but, like, the vinegar's obviously real, and she obviously made it. I haven't tried it yet. My housemates tried it. They said it tasted more like um, wine that's gone bad than vinegar that's gone good. So, but anyway, I don't know. It's very strange. It's such a mystery. I, I hope mean, she comes back. that is also quite a lot of a vinegar. That's oh, yeah, it's true. a huge amount of money. It's a huge amount of money for vinegar, <laughs> which is essentially just, like, juice yeah i ended, well i really like vinegar i'm a huge vinegar fan Me i'm a bit of a vinegar connoisseur but um i do i ended also... up giving her 20 bucks yeah that's a huge amount of money yeah but you it's know very actually i um remember once when someone was like what would you do if you had 500 dollars?" and i was like that you didn't need and i would be like oh i would get it out of the bank and i would go i was in san francisco at the time and I would go to the, um, you know, like I would do a thing which I did once, which is that I would go to the homeless encampment and just like hand out twenty dollar notes, mm-hmm. and the, or like I would find and I would find people who like had a cup, with like a bit of change mm-hmm. in it, and I would give them a twenty instead of like mm-hmm. a dollar, mm-hmm. um, and the person was like, but how do you know they really need the money? And I was like, who cares? This is money I don't need. So, like, it doesn't really matter. 
if it's a scam. <laughs> if I've already decided I don't need it. Yeah. Um, also, there's just no way that you can give someone that has no money $20 and mm. then afterwards be like, I don't really think they needed it. Because, totally. like, the reaction yeah. of them is always like, have you made a mistake? Because in America, a lot of, a lot of the people would be like, oh, you've given me a 20. Like, they would assume <laughs> I'd made a mistake, which is, like, mm. extremely honest. Yeah. Um, I've always, like, when I was um, living in the northern suburbs of Melbourne, it used to really irritate me when people gave, like, a big fake story when they were asking for money because I'm a person who would just give them money if they just said, can I please have some money? Yeah. You know, they don't. I was just like, why are you doing this whole thing? Like, why are you lying to me? Now I feel gross about this. Like, just ask for Like, one time a guy came, I was walking along the Yarra and some guy who'd been sleeping under a bridge came up to me. He's like, look, I just woke up and I need two bucks for a beer. And I was like, sure thing, man. Here you go. <laughs> Like, I like – that's my preferred style, but um, – Yeah, I do. One yeah, time I my grandmother was like, oh, don't give that homeless person some money. They're just going to spend it on booze. And I was like, mm. if I only had $20 in the world, I'll tell you what I would spend mm. it on. Definitely <laughs> booze. Because I would be <laughs> fucking stressed out. <laughs> that sounds really bad. <laughs> Jesus. Also, my grandmother drinks like a fish. <laughs> Seriously, she once taught me how to make a cocktail called a mahuji, which is just a martini mm. served in a long glass. It's basically a pint <laughs> glass of gin. <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> And, and she would always put an olive in it. What a Listen, joke. I love martinis and the point of a martini is that it's ice cold Extremely because it's basically cold, yeah. just straight gin. Yeah. So it has to be good gin. It has to be absolutely as cold as possible. Yeah. And I just feel like a mahuji is going to get warm before you can finish it. Yeah, well, you've never seen my no. grandma skull her. Do you know, actually, when I lived in Glasgow, <laughs> the people that I au paired for who were like the roughest people I've ever met in my life, they would drink a warm pint glass of gin. They would heat it up in the microwave. Wow, intense. Yeah, that is fucked up. It's like, how could I make gin worse? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll serve it like lukewarm. (laughs) Fuck. I like gin. (laughs) Oh, no, it's real cry juice. It is. It can be cry juice. But, Apparently, um, it's one of those things where they're like, they've done studies and it doesn't make you more sad than other alcohol. And it's like, maybe yeah, well, it just makes you more drunk than other alcohol. Yeah, well, they've done studies and PMS doesn't exist. But I'm telling you, oh. it fucking does. <laughs> so fuck off. Your studies are wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you from my lived experience, I'm not anti science, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. God, I get so anyway, mad think, about uh, those studies. Sorry. <laughs> Who is I investing money in that. disproving PMS? Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Not someone who's on my side, that's for sure. 
Go on, what were you going to say? Oh, Sam, it's really nice to talk to you. It's really nice to talk to you. I'm sorry I've been so unavailable. This whole um, adopting a stray cat thing has been really challenging and emotional. Yeah. Uh, and so I was kind of just like out of it for like a week yeah. while I got her to the vet and then briefly thought that we were going to have to get her put down oh, and, and then, you know, surgery and all these things. And it's just, and also like not sleeping properly because the cat sleeps in my room and like will just like make noise in the night by eating <laughs> food or using the litter tray. It's just like, so I'm like up awake all the time anyway whatever it's great Colin's the best um she started grooming me like last night she was laying on my chest while I was in bed and she just started licking my eyebrow (laughs) (laughs) that is so sweet (laughs) yeah she just grooms me all the time yeah when the birds groom me it is extremely annoying but (laughs) They also started doing this thing where sometimes they'll take them like a treat and they will uh-huh. obviously pretend that they're excited about it. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> thanks, this corn. And then they'll like sort of pretend to chew it. And then when they think I'm not looking, they'll like abandon it. <laughs> they're like, because I guess if you're a flock animal, one of the things you do is like perform gratitude. Right. I'm yeah. so about it. just like lay Um, your social you know like just be a bit more transparent about how you are performing many of your social like interactions um yeah but colin's doing really good she's kind of she's still because she's semi-feral the whole process of going to the vet and then being inside Dude, she's for the not semi-feral. She's 100% feral. Right. So the whole, that whole process is, like, very stressful for her and also, Colin was like, a punk. wearing a cone. Oh, yeah? No, what? Colin, Colin's a punk. Colin's a real <laughs> anarchist. Oh, man. Colin would hate a cone. Yeah, she really hated it Was she mad lot. at it you about it? made very stressed. No, oh my god, it was the most like heartwarming thing ever. When I got her back from the vet, she was so stressed and she like kicked off the cone and I was like she was still like groggy from the anesthetic and she was just like meowing and like wandering around the room like so confused and upset. <clears throat> what did the and trying cat to escape? Do? What did huh? the vet do? Uh, she got desexed and also she had like a stick jammed in the top of her mouth, which is why she was drooling all the time. Oh my god. And it's also why she was so dirty because she couldn't groom herself because oh of the stick my and god. everything. Oh god, Sam! That's so sad! <laughs> but the stick is gone now I'm and so she's grooming her. herself and me all the time. <laughs> So she's very shiny now and soft. But, um, yeah, we were in the room and I was just, like, sitting on the ground trying to calm her down and she would, like, wander around trying to escape and, like, be just being very stressed. And then she would, like, see my lap and just, like, crawl onto my lap and then immediately fall asleep <laughs> until there was a loud noise and then she would wake up. But, like, just, like, no feeling like she felt safe on with me just made me – nearly cry it was 
really intense and lovely. Anyway, she's still doing stray cat stuff like she hides during the day under my desk and only comes and hangs out at nighttime pretty much unless I feed her during the day. So she'll come out for food. She just loves food. Colin is just the main thing to know about Colin is she just loves eating food. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely 100% a cat. (laughs) Oh, Colin, what a good story. We had yeah. a bit of a um, we mm. had a bit of a a tragedy around here because there's a mm. Willywag couple who live on our block and Willywags mm. don't travel very far. They're not great flyers, so they mm-hmm. never really leave the block. You always know where they are mm. on our block, and mm. there's something is wrong with them. They've become confused, and so mm. they make noise all through the night. And oh, no. we read an article <laughs> that was about um, werewolf woolly wagtails, which is like when the moon gets too bright, the fucking moon, always <laughs> an absolute villain. They get confused and they their sleeping pattern gets messed up and then it doesn't like go back and they make noise all through the night. So we've got this oh, werewolf no. woolly wagtail who, like, uh-huh. is quite noisy right outside our window. But, like, whatever. Mm. They're obviously suffering more than us, I think. But mm. it got hurt. It hurt its wing. Oh, no. Werewolf hurt its wing. And um, so we thought we might have to take Werewolf to the vet. We didn't really know what to do. We were both pretty upset. It was pretty obvious that Werewolf wasn't going to make it. Uh-huh. They stopped sitting on their eggs. Um uh. Their mate, we thought, was going to leave them because they couldn't fly. We we built a, a little ladder so they could get up into a tree if they needed to, um, which they uh-huh. used. But then they stopped cool. using it and they we had uh-huh. to catch them and put them in a tree at night time. We were like, we said our goodbyes because we were pretty sure it was over for little werewolf. But uh-huh. anyway, werewolf has adapted. <laughs> werewolf has like learnt new hunting techniques wow werewolf has like there's a greater distance so it, you used to be able to get quite close to werewolf like within a couple of meters but mm-hmm. now that distance is like much greater so like werewolf mm-hmm. takes off sooner because they know they're slower mm-hmm. so like they're more aware of their surroundings they're flying again Wow. Even though one of their wings doesn't work. So they kind of fly a bit in a circle. Anyway, I love werewolf so much. <laughs> We're so happy that they're maybe going to make it. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. It was really touch and go. I cried quite a few times about werewolf. <laughs> I bet. That's so sad. Yeah, but anyway they're quite good and their nest is still there their mate's still hanging around oh that's great yeah there's always another spring they'll just make another nest have new eggs cool that's oh life really finds a way (laughs) so worms worms raise your hand if you know about worms my man, can you tell me any facts about worms? No? 
no, 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 it's okay because you're here and I'm prepared to talk worms, but mostly just one thing about them, which is that they live in the ground and that's important because this dance takes place completely laying on the ground. Yeah, but, uh, but this was the thing that I was thinking because I wanted to yes, just get no, no. werewolf and keep them safe Yeah. until they'd healed. But I knew that they would hate that. Mm. And so... I thought about taking them to the vet, but then I was like, if you asked them, would you like to go to the vet? They would be like, no. Mm. Even if you explained to them that that's how they were going to live, they would, you know, like, I don't know. Anyway, it was just made me think a lot about autonomy and how, like, it, obviously it's easy <laughs> to respect autonomy when someone agrees with you, but... Mm. It's very hard to respect autonomy when someone doesn't agree with you. You know, like it's very hard mm. to let a willy wagtail make a choice that is bad for itself or to die because you're like respecting yeah. its own wishes, which is that it do not have to ride in your car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think if I'd asked Colin, she definitely wouldn't have wanted to go to the vet. But now she doesn't have a stick in her mouth. Exactly. She can eat properly. She doesn't. She was pregnant. She doesn't have to have more babies. Oof. She also like um, shouldn't have babies because she is an introduced species. And that was my main concern when she started showing up at the house. Was like, well, this is a feral cat and it needs to be desexed. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the birds. Yeah, because the birds. It's going to go around killing so, little werewolves everywhere. Yeah. I mean, so, you're totally right. Yeah. This is the other thing that I said, though. If I asked the budgies if they wanted to go to the vet and they were like, no, I'd be like, well, tough. <laughs> I don't care. You have to. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if people were like, I don't want to wear a mask, I'd be like, well, tough. So I don't know. I just think obviously the limits of autonomy are very interesting because autonomy is like so important to me. Mm-hmm. You, I can never feel like happy if I feel so, like trapped. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to find a way to like allow people to make bad choices. Like, I think that's quite important. Like, allow your grandmother to drink the mahuji. Don't, like, be trying <laughs> to, like, tell other people how to live. Yeah. But then on at the same time, like, you have to immunize your children. Mm. I don't know. So I just think this is, like, so... This is going to be the, the big question <laughs> of the next decade is, like, how much... Yeah, like, where autonomy should be limited mm. well like your grandma drinking the mahuji mainly only affects your grandma whereas immunization is like a community problem you know because you need herd immunity for it to work i guess yeah totally so, um so yeah i don't know there's lots of factors i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah <clears throat> and there's no like easy like blanket rule that can be applied to everything like most tricky um issues like this in life everything is like you just have to judge it on a case-by-case -case basis and it's hard and you have to use your brain and your yeah. emotions and yeah 
it's a real trainer. Yeah, it's really <laughs> tricky. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it's also like, okay, well, I think my grandma should be able to drink her Mahuji, but what about my 13-year-old? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I think it's like just it's a tricky one. It's a yeah. difficult one. There's no easy mm -hmm. solutions. Yeah. But in general, I think I'm going to try and like – not impose my will on like the animals in our yard yeah except for that fucking rabbit who i'm going to impose <laughs> a pot on <laughs> it's gonna happen this week great yeah it's my birthday for this week on friday yeah on friday oh happy birthday yeah. we should do a pot on your birthday do you want to do a pot on your birthday yeah definitely birthday pot i I'm really keen to get back to the States. Oh, if yeah. that's ever allowed. So keen. Yeah. I was yeah. looking at lots of wood turning. All the good mm -hmm. wood turning is happening in America. <laughs> All of the good wood is in America. <laughs> and all of those guys who are really into wood turning are also really into hiking. So you get to see lots of cool national parks. Cool. Yeah, we should go and do a wood turning workshop. I'm down. I'm keen. Fuck Listen, yeah. I'll probably be broke by the time coronavirus is over because I still don't have work and the government is has cut back the job seeker payment. Yeah, happy to... birthday, Ainsley. Have a cut to your income. <laughs> fucking bastards. So... Probably timed it deliberately because they hate me. Dude, I, I just, when I last time I traveled, no, the first time I traveled through America, I had a budget of one US dollar a day. <laughs> <laughs> and I famously oh, bought happening, okay. a raffle ticket for one the one dollar that I had on that day, which meant that I had to ride the subway illegally. <laughs> With all my fucking luggage from the airport. What a nightmare. Yeah. And because I'd bought that raffle ticket and I won. And first prize was a accommodation, which I really mm. needed. But I won mm. second prize, which was mm. five, five double buses to Broadway shows. <laughs> <laughs> At least you won something. I never win things in raffles yeah so i would go every day to um the student ticks and i mm -hmm. would wait i would get the person who had just missed out and i would say oh you missed out on the student ticks but i'll give you <laughs> this free <laughs> ticket to a broadway show with me if i can crash on your couch <laughs> <laughs> How crafty. That's great. Yeah. Well, but I also think it's pretty weird that the first guy said yes and then we went to all the shows together and he just let me stay with him. Yeah. But um, for the whole time that I was there. But he mm -hmm. was also like, oh, yeah, that sounds fair enough. Yeah, let's do that. That's a great plan. He was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited to see Sweeney Todd with you. Um, <laughs> but then, so, like, that's awesome. Good. Afterwards, when I met more people from New York, I was like, that would never work. They would definitely think you were an axe murderer. 
he was just this because he was from like the hills of Illinois or something. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, he was like not a New Yorker. Mm, lucky. I mean, but I guess also there's a lot of people in New York who aren't from New York or haven't spent a lot of time in New York. Yeah, so. I guess every single person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> tried to ask someone for directions in? Like I've never on been to New York. Street. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I have. There's <laughs> absolutely no one from New York there. Obviously. I know some people who live in New York that I would could stay with. I would like to go there one day. Yeah, I know lots of people who live in New York as well. Um, I stayed on a farm recently. Oh, shut up! Took- that is great. Yeah, a friend of uh, my friend Victoria has a mate who owns an organic farm, yeah, just a couple hours north of Adelaide, and he wanted to go. He like runs it the whole show by himself, Jesus. pretty much, and um, he wanted to have a holiday and go fishing. So we went up there and just took care of the animals and did some weeding in his um, cabbage patches while he was away fishing. Imagine if you lived on an organic farm and what felt like a break to you was going fishing and not like going to a techno nightclub. Well, I think the the break for him was like not working 16 hours a day. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, he that's rough. He works really, really extremely hard. Um, yeah. But the farm was great. It was We got to take care of heaps of chickens and three pigs. And pigs are fucking massive. I had no idea. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've never so spent we went any over time to with the pig pigs? Pen and they were like wallowing in their mud thing, but there was a shade cloth over it. And he lifted up the shade cloth and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was taken aback. They're fucking huge. Yeah. Anyway, they're really I mean, cute. if you want to get a liver transplant from a pig or whatever – they have to cut it in half <laughs> because their insides are so much bigger than ours, which yeah. I guess you wouldn't know. And also pigs are so close to humans that you can get a liver transplant from a pig. That's yeah. crazy. That is really crazy. But also yeah. livers are kind of amazing. Like if you cut out like 75% of your liver, the bit that's mm. left will just – Grow, regenerate yeah back into a 100 percent liver yeah livers are very resilient yeah, they're amazing the fuck it's like when i cut a worm in half the other day and i said to lucas oh that's cool both of them will now just be worms and he was like someone told you that as a child and it's not true <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh yeah it's obviously <laughs> That's obviously a lie. I must have been sad as a child once about cutting a worm in half and someone was like, they both will grow into worms now. (laughs) No, I've definitely heard that as well. Okay, what's that noise? Oh, no, this always happens. I know. I don't know what this is. But it doesn't show up on the recording, so I guess it's fine. Or maybe I just cut it out. I do cut out a lot of errant noises. Also, I used to think when a lizard drops its tail, the tail grew a lizard and the lizard grew a tail. That's definitely not true. Yeah, the only bit that is true is that the lizard does grow a new tail. Yeah. That's true. And they drop their tails because 
they're like they're being attacked yeah but also they're just like oh are you hungry just eat this tasty tail i'll run away (laughs) (laughs) like like they're they're distracting you with using a, a piece of their own body as like a bait it's really wild. It is pretty fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, I got to go. Okay. There's seven right. ducklings in our yard that have to get to the pond, and I have okay. to go and watch them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a date with destiny. <laughs> All right, well, Godspeed, and um, I'll talk to you on Friday. Wait, Sam, also, I'm going to send you a package. Okay. Um, with some earrings, some preserved lemons, and a jumper. Oh, amazing. Just letting you know. Okay. When your post arrives, that's what it is. I'm so excited. You just have to Facebook me your address. Yeah, can and you Facebook me your address also because I still need to send you two cigarettes. Oh, yeah. All right, okay, cool. Good plan. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to write on Facebook for my birthday. Um, hey, yeah, donate to the – it's my birthday. Don't, and all I want is for you to donate to these charities. But that's not true. What I actually want is people to send me postcards from all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> so – but it makes me feel really guilty. Like, I don't really want you to donate to charity. I want you to give me a gift of a postcard. Looking after yourself and wanting things and liking getting gifts from people, that doesn't make you a bad person. That just makes you a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do think we need to reinvent a new birthday song. Okay. Like maybe Why? the one, maybe the one from the Goofy movie. You don't like the birthday song? Imagine if you didn't speak English uh-huh. and everybody gathered around a person who had just grown one year closer to death mm-hmm. and you lit a candle and everyone went <laughs> it sounds like a fucking funeral dirge it's the saddest <laughs> song of all time and then they blew out the light extinguishing the life <laughs> seriously it's so sad the whole tradition around birthdays i'm not i mean presents good cake obviously primo but the other bits i'm not i don't know about it yeah fair enough such a sad song also isn't it owned by times fucking warner i think actually the copyright expired recently so now you can feel free to sing happy birthday whenever you want without fear of being sued well maybe we should write a new one and then we should own it copyright yeah (laughs) And it should be like this. It's your birthday celebration. Sam, it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah. It's got a narration in the middle. A little breakdown. On this day, 365 days ago, you celebrated your last birthday. Your mother was in labor for 16 hours. My mom does that thing where she sends me messages through the day. That say like, oh, on this day, 35 years ago, right about now, they were giving me the epidural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right about now, I was asking the doctor if I could roll over and he said, yes, but your guts will spill out onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> what a macabre <laughs> lunatic that delivered me. How could I have ended up any other way? <laughs> All right. Well, good chat. Let's chat again good on my chat. birthday, Friday. Okay, great. I can't oh, wait. hey. We're recording on a Tuesday. We're back to the recording schedule. Just like that, by magic. Yeah, Tuesdays, Fridays. Amazing. Shut up, universe. Who says we can't do everything? Why can't we have it all? (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Sam. All right, mate. I love you. It was really good to talk. Bye, champion. Bye. See ya. Yes, shut up. It's a dance. Look, raise your arm in the air. Feel the weight of human meat. Fill that arm up with your sadness. Drop it on the ground. Dance. Why are your legs moving independently? We have no appendages. They can locomote just fine. What's the problem? Let's all move like worms. Just commit mind over matter like worms. I mean, they live in total darkness and they do not seem to mind one little bit. It's like their single contribution to our dying ecosystem is their compost. So when you think about it, who has got it worse? The worms. The worms have got it worse. But they get out of bed every day, so that's why we're moving like worms. No, you can't go to the restroom. We're exploring locomotion like worms. Use your hips, but pretend they're not your hips. They're just a long, long tube sock filled up with your meat dance. Why is no one getting this? This shouldn't be hard. Worms can move without motivation. We should be like worms. No arms, no legs, no existential crisis, just worms.